Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Elyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you. So the whole armor of God, just just like the fruit of the Spirit, it's something that is provided to us that has nothing to do with ourselves. Unlike a warrior who pulls his sword out and puts on his breastplate that are his personal acumens, you know, uh, that, that, that they use, we're going to find out that this is something that's given to us, each one of them has a strong uh, explanation to them. And we're going to dive into those, but I, today is just an intro, okay? So before I get started, let's pray. Lord, we come before you, and that, Lord, we stand in power and strength, not because of ours, because we would be frail. We would be squashed like a bug. But, Lord, when we can stand in your strength, no matter what comes to us. Lord, we can endure. Even if it means death, we can endure for you. Lord, uh, please open the hearts and minds, Lord God, as we go through this series and let us know and learn exactly what it means to put on the full armor of God. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so the text of this is uh, Ephesians, so we're going back to Ephesians. What is that, a year and a half we were in Ephesians? Two and a half. Two and a half years. See, see it just felt like an hour, a year and a half. So, <laughs> uh, our, our text is Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, and let me read that to you. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having putting on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel 
of peace. In all circumstances, take up your shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So, I, I stopped in, in any time, you know, you see in the scriptures, especially with Paul, he will talk about things. And when he says finally, it's like, okay, we can't just start there. We got to go back, right? What, what's, what's this about? What's, what's this finally about? So, uh, so he just finished uh, preaching to his brothers and sisters in Ephesus about grace through faith, being one in Christ. Revealing the mystery of the gospel is not just for the Jews, but for the Gentiles also. He prayed for spiritual strength. He talked about the unity of the body. He proclaimed the new life. He taught us to walk in love. That's a, I'll stop there real quick. You will see this with Paul all the time. Everything he does, even when he is like being firm with who he's talking to, it's always done in love. Never out of pride, never out of anger. It's always done in love. He also taught about the role of the husband and wife, right? He also taught parents how to teach and to train their children, right? He touched on that. Uh, also, he talked about the relationship between the bondservant and master. And now he talks about, finally, the full armor of God. So it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. This has nothing to do with us. Be strong in who? The Lord. And whose power is this? His so we, we draw our strength from the Lord. How do we do that? I mean, that, that is, you know, so, so, okay, if we're supposed to draw strength from the Lord, how do we do that? We can't do that unless we are practicing Christians. That means that we're willing to be disciples. We're praying. We're reading. We're trying to understand God more in this time of sanctification. And that's another thing, too, about, the, about both lessons, about the fruit of the Spirit and the full armor of God. This is all for now for our sanctification, right? The sanctification period that we're in. This, these are tools that equip us, right, to stand. And then it says, put on the whole armor of God. Your, your, your translation might say uh, full, you know, so not partial, but the whole thing. So everything we're going to go through here in the full armor of God is not like you can pick and choose what you want. Uh, I remember Peter telling me that uh, there's an operator. He was involved in something called Operation Hammer Down that took like two or three years to get actually recognized as a major battle in Afghanistan. 
And it was supposed to be a two-day clearing of Taliban camps. They were going to take Chinooks out, drop them on top of a mountain. They were going to come out, come down into the camps, eradicate the Taliban camps, and come back. So a lot of the people, they said, well, they told them, pack for two days, right? So they did. Ended up lasting a week. Well, here's something, you know, talk, we're going to talk about the breast plate of righteousness a lot of these guys oh i'm gonna be running up and down a mountain i'm not gonna and it's only gonna be two days i'm not gonna take my plates with me so when i say plates they're armored plates for the front and the back it's like a vest that you wear that has plates in it and they weigh you know that should not have been an option for them you know you're going into war you want everything to your disposal so um, it's, it's, when we talk about the whole armor, we're not talking about a suggestion here. And, you know, so, and, and why do we need the whole armor? What is the whole reason? So that we may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. You know, and it's, and it's not, you know, sometimes we, we've, we've had full frontal attacks from Satan, right, that we can identify. A lot of times, it's very, very subtle. You know, uh, if we look at the, you know, all the false teachings that we see, there's a little bit of truth and a lot of blasphemy, right, and a lot of untruth mixed in. So we have to be prepared. And then it says in, in 12, it says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of heavenly in, in heavenly places. Man, does that ring true today more than anything right now that we see? You know, you've got to look at today's fascination with the occult, right? Uh, we were just talking about, you know, a guy that was like screaming and yelling about Jesus. And the guy asked him, do you believe in Jesus? No. Then why are you so upset, right? Look how, especially our, our younger kids, are drawn into this whole, you know, there for a while it was the uh, vampire thing and werewolf shows, you know, Twilight or whatever. And, and then they started, I think, making a series on TV. Never watched one of them, thankfully. Uh, and then zombies, right? The undead. Right, and and the fascination with the occult. What people fail to see, there is a supernatural, and we as Christians know who created that, right? And we must keep that in the back of our mind because it's so easy to live in the flesh, in what we can touch, feel, listen, smell, hear, right? There is a supernatural out there. We are under attack daily, whether you know it or not. You know? And there's examples all through the scripture, too. We have no idea who's... We might have angels fighting for us, you know, with, you know that we don't know about, right? Uh, it's just... Uh, it's, 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 so the supernatural is real. Those that dabble in the supernatural, don't realize they are dealing with demons. 
You know, anytime you hear people, you know, necromancers and stuff like this, and people talking from the dead, there's even, what's, what's that cult that's out there right now that's supposed to be a Christian cult where they're laying on graves? Worth, yeah, yeah, and, and they don't realize, you know, they might be talking to somebody. That's not that person. They're talking to a demon, right? Um, and this is a real battle and a real battleground. So we are in a battle daily, whether you know it or not. And just like any battle, you have calmer days, right? Uh, my dad uh, even mentioned, you know, hey, you know, during the slow times in Vietnam, they, they play cards, right? They get together and play cards and talk and heat up their food and, you know, you know, enjoy themselves. But, you know, but they were under constant guard, right? They were under constant watch. While they were playing cards, there were people on the perimeter with their guns, right, and, and binoculars making sure that that camp was safe. We always need to be aware. It says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand firm. I I like that Paul tells us to stand. He just doesn't leave it there. He tells us to stand firm. And we're in the evil day. I don't have to tell you how evil it is, right? Just read the headlines. See, see, see where we're going just in this country. Um, the acceptance of the whole transgender thing happening. Uh, it, it's going to get worse, folks. It's going to get worse. It is, it is, uh, things are going to be allowed that we thought would never be allowed. And uh, you're going to, if you raise concern over it, you will be persecuted because of it. Um. So we need the whole or full armor of God, not just partial. Now, we're going to get into the pieces of armor, and and I'll be going through that more in the next couple weeks. Um, I'm going to miss again uh, next week. Brad's going to be speaking. I'm going to be preaching. So, uh, but we'll get into the uh, full armor. But it's you know that starts in verse 14. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. And having put on the breast, breast, I have a hard time with the breastplate. Breastplate of righteousness. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you may can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. You're under attack every day. Right? Um, how many people's faith have been shaken? Those are those darts coming in, right? Um, and and t- take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. And this gives us this gives us an idea of how can we be sensitive to the battle that we're in. It's through prayer. I go back to Daniel, right, in his praying. And it wasn't that he was defying the king. It's that that's something he did every day. And that's one thing he, you know, refused to give up. It wasn't like he was being brash by kneeling and praying. 
It was something that he was called to do. Um, 1 Thessalonians uh, 5, 16 through 17 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. How many times have you had a hard time praying in a circumstance? You are just like beside yourself, right? Uh, but we are told to be praying without ceasing in all circumstances, all circumstances. And I cling on to that when I have been in a situation where I'm beside myself and I'm just crying out to God. And I, I, don't, I, I don't have the words. It says the Holy Spirit will, will intercede for you, right? And that, that, to me, is a huge, huge comfort, right? And, it sh- and it, again, by me relying on the Holy Spirit is I am acquiescing my will, right? I am showing who is my master, right? Um, and uh, then it says, to that end... Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So let's talk about that keep alert. Situational awareness. Now, in this day and time, you know, we have security right here at church, right? Um, We should always, you know, I always told my kids, stranger, you know, we talked about stranger danger, right? Um, As you should be talking to your kids about that, too. Um, But... We need to be alert. We can't let our, uh, you know, go back to my dad playing cards in Vietnam. What if they called in all the guards on the perimeter? Hey, let's get the game together, you know? You'd be left totally vulnerable, right? You always, always, always got to be alert. Situation awareness. Did you want to say? Oh, I thought you wanted to say. <laughs> um. And it says, and also for me, that words may be given to me in, my open, in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. I love that. You know, our shoes are, we're walking, and what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to be ready to share the gospel, right? We're supposed to always have that available. Where do we get that from? Where do we get those words from? We get them from the Lord, right? Because Paul says, the words may be given to me. And then he opens his mouth, boldly proclaiming the mystery of the gospel, right? It's not something that we're contriving. It's not something that we're trying to do. It's not something that we are, uh, we're responsible for. But the Lord will give you the words. And again, it goes all the way back to if you don't have the words, where are you at in your studying, where are you at with your reading, right, uh, and, and such. Um, and, and so, so really notice in that one, the words given to me. Again, this whole passage is nothing but dependence on the Lord. It's things that we are commanded to take up, right, this whole armor. But everything's provisioned from the Lord, right? Um, And it says, for which I am an ambassador in change that I may declare it boldly as I ought speak. So 1 Corinthians 7.22 says, 
For he, he who has been called on the Lord as a bondservant, as a freed man of the Lord, likewise, he who was called free when called is a bondservant of Christ. So again, the bondservant goes, goes back to um, we are his bondservant in this, right? And as part of being his bondservant, we need to obey his commands, right? And, and taking on the full armor. Uh, scripture lists our main enemies as the world, the flesh, and the devil, right? So uh, I just wrote down the verses. If you want to write them down, follow up. First, First John 2, uh, 15 through 17, Galatians 5, 16, and 1 Peter 5, 8. And, and these are all formidable opponents, right? Formidable enemies. Um, the world. Don't be of the world, right? Be in it, but don't be of it, right? The flesh. And as some, again, that's the old man and new man fighting continuously. That's why we have that prayer of confession at the beginning of service, right? It gives us that time for things that we have done in the flesh that we can confess. Uh, and the devil. And the devil is real. Of course, He's happy when everybody thinks he's just like this red person with horns and a, and a pitchfork, right? Everybody laughs at that. Everybody thinks it's funny. The supernatural is not funny. It is something that is real, and we need to understand that and, and embody that. Ultimately, however, to fight any of these enemies uh, is to fight the enemy. I'm sorry. Ultimately, however, to fight any of these is to fight the enemy himself, right? Because Satan is, is, is who we're going against. We, don't, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against what? The spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Um, we don't see it, right? We, 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 the, these are forces that live in the supernatural. Now, they might manifest themselves. You know, uh, we've seen... Uh, examples of demon possession in the Bible. And, you know, we can think of the guy that uh, was torn in chains and was cutting himself with rocks. And, you know, Jesus said, you know, cast out all the demons into the, uh, they said, they said, who are you? And it's legion. So it wasn't just one demon this guy had. He had a bunch of demons, cast them out into the swine. And uh, the swine went over a cliff because they knew who they were dealing with. Um, so to stand against the, uh, the world is to stand against the evil one, the ruler of this fallen world. To fight our sinful nature is to battle the one who introduced sin at the beginning of creation, when you think about it, right? This is not a new game. This is an old, old game from, from, from the beginning, right? As the serpent fooled Eve, right? Um, and of course, to war against the devil is to fight Satan directly. James 4, 7 says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, that sounds really easy, doesn't it? Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Who, who, who is James talking to? He's talking to believers. And as believers, you have to be Prepare. 
Part of this preparation is putting on the full armor of God. That situational awareness that, 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 that you're around. Um, so God supplies us with himself in order to strengthen us against Satan. Standing in him, we can successfully live out the commands of the gospel. We can't do this by ourselves, folks. We can't do this. It's impossible to do this in, in, in the flesh. It's got to be in the spirit. And I'm going to close this up with, um, uh, I think I, I'm trying to think who I quoted last time. I think it was uh, Matthew Henry. This time it's John Calvin. He says, there will be no danger which may not be successfully met by the power of God. Not ourselves, by the power of God. Nor will any who with the, the armor of God fight against Satan fail in the day of battle. Daily, we are to remember our identity in Christ, putting on his graces and casting off our rebellious impulses that we possess in Adam. Talking about the old man, right? In doing so, we are guaranteed success in our spiritual conflicts and are assured of a hero's welcome and glory. So I, I hope this is going to be encouraging to you, um, maybe a little bit eye-opening to you in, 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 in this, because I think this is something that we've read. Uh, if you've been in the church long enough, you probably remember this in, uh, in children's church, right? Cutting out the little breastplate of righteousness and the shoes and all that stuff, and sticking it on the paper and all that good stuff. But... I say that there's, there's, there's a definite seriousness to this. This is not something that's just a nice to have. This is not something that's just, uh, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's good. You know, we, we should do that. Um, no, we are commanded to put on the full armor of God. And uh, that's, I'm, I'm excited to start getting into each piece as we get there. Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Elyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you.